afternoon or evening for wherever you may be joining us from today. Welcome to the Life Church Podcast. I need him. I wouldn't want to try to live life without him. There are people that try, but it's not easy. I'm thankful today that we have the Lord Jesus Christ as our friend, as our Savior, as the one that can help us as we walk through this life together. Praise God. Thank the team for leading us into worship today. What a great job they did. Amen. All right, that's all right. Praise God. I'm going to read one verse in your uh, hearing today. I'm going to continue talking about breakthrough. I started this in in September. Um, I just feel like God's wanting us to see a great breakthrough, personally and as a church. And so we're going to continue on, and I believe God has given me a word for Life Church today. And I pray that you will receive that word individually. Amen? One verse of scripture, Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 21. The Bible says, you've heard this one before. I know most of you have heard this, but the Bible says, death and life are where? In the power of the tongue. I'd have you stick out your tongue at your neighbor, but they wouldn't see it if you did. So, (laughs) Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. I'm going to talk today about breakthrough speaking. Someone say breakthrough speaking. Amen. Let's talk to God for a moment and ask God to help us to receive what his word is going to give to us today. Jesus, God, we're so grateful today for your word. We're thanking you, God, that it is a book that we can go to time after time. It's not just a book that's dusty on some shelf, but God, it is the living word of God. And every time we read it, every time we study it, every time we memorize it, God, it's getting life down on the inside of us. God, help us to speak according to your word. God, I pray today in this message that you would talk to us, that you would help us individually, God, to begin to speak correctly, Lord. We've spoken a lot of things, and a lot of it's not good. But today, God, help us to be reminded once again If we want breakthrough in our lives, God, we got to get a control of how we talk in Jesus' name. Someone said in Jesus' name. God bless you as you're seated. Amen. Back the first weekend of September, I kicked off this. I really wasn't planning on it being a series per se, but it's kind of evolved along the way. I just had a message called Breakthrough, and I believe that God wants us to have breakthrough in our lives. Amen? Do you believe that? Do you believe God wants you to have a breakthrough in your life? I want to have breakthrough living so I step into the life God has for me. 
everything that God has, all the blessings and all the good things that God wants for me, I want to step into that. I want to have a breakthrough from getting away from Steve O'Donnell. We cause ourselves a lot of problems sometimes. Amen? The person that causes you the most problems is not your spouse or your kids. It's you. Amen? I know that's tough at the beginning of this message. But, uh, but we, we want to have and experience all the blessings and all God has for the child of God today. We want to experience that. I'm tired of, of barely making it living. I'm tired of, you know, just, just struggling and, and barely getting by living. I don't want discouraged and defeated living. I want breakthrough living. Amen? Praise God. And that's, that was the first week we talked about. So those of you who weren't here the first week, you got the very shortened Reader's Digest condensed version. We, we, we continued on talking about for me to have that breakthrough living, there's some things that have to happen between these two fingers right here. And it's called breakthrough thinking. That was a couple of Sundays ago. We, we read the scripture, and I'll repeat it in your hearing. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 5, the Bible says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every, someone say every, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. For me to live in that breakthrough life of just what God has for me, I'm experiencing it. I've got to begin thinking correctly. Amen. I can't think according to this world. I can't think, you know, based on my own intuition. I've got to be spirit-led, and I've got to be word of God-led and start thinking according to what thus saith the word of God. So we talked about the thinking part, and we introduced a, 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 an account from the Word of God, David and Goliath, and we learned in that lesson, which I didn't focus on it, so I'm coming back to focus on that part today, that David not only thought correctly, he spoke correctly. This is where we're going to kind of focus our time today. I, I, I don't want stinking thinking. I don't want negative doubting, you know, it can't happen for me. I don't want that kind of thinking where I'm fearful and, and I'm negative. I want thinking that lines up with God's word. But, but that's the first step in a two-part step where we think it. We, we know what the word of God says. We, we know what God's word is telling us. And we start thinking that God can do something. We start, okay, God's all-powerful. God's all-powerful. And we start thinking how God's all-powerful. But it's not just enough to think it. We've got to speak it. We've got to begin declaring it. If he's the God of all miracles, signs, and wonders, it's not just enough for me to think it. I've got to start speaking that he's the God of miracles. 
If you're here today and you need a miracle, you might believe God can do it. But have you been saying it? Have you been speaking it? Have you been declaring what thus saith the word of God? If you need God to be your way maker, oh yes, God. You're believing that God can be your way maker, but how are you talking? What's coming out of your mouth? Oh, you're my miracle worker, way maker, light in the, you're thinking it, you know? But let's start singing it. Let's start declaring it. Let's start speaking it to our family, telling our kids, declaring what God is going to do in our lives. David faced a very tall Goliath. And and we learned that Goliath was the giant. He was the enemy. He was the, 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 the person they were parading from the Philistine army. And he was taunting God's people. 1 Samuel chapter 17 and verse 8 from the New Living says, Goliath stood and shouted a taunt across to the Israelites. Why are you coming out to fight, he called. I am a Philistine champion, but you are only servants of Saul. Choose one man to come down here and fight me. I I don't know how his tone of voice was, but I can imagine there's a little bit of a snarl, a little bit of, you know, condescension in his voice where he just, who do you think you are? What, What are you doing here? I'm the Philistine champion here. He went on to say, if he kills me, then we will be your slaves. But if I kill him, you will be our slaves. He, then he, look, look what he says. He says, I defy the armies of Israel today. Taunting. And I'm telling you what, guess what this was doing to the minds of, of God's people? The minds of King Saul, the minds of the mighty warriors. Look what it was doing. When Saul and the Israelites, these these are the warriors. These are the guys that are going to go out and fight. These are the ones that should be at the front lines of the battle. Bible says when they heard this, they were terrified, stinking thinking. I don't know if God's going to help us this time. Brother Andrew, I'm not sure that, you know, that's a nine foot giant. I'm not sure that God, he's a big guy. They were terrified and deeply shaken. I want to tell someone here today, the enemy can speak into your mind. The enemy can begin talking to you and can begin taunting you about what God's not going to do in your life. How are you responding to that today? Stop listening to the words of the enemy. Saul and his armies had listened and they took it to heart and they began believing what the enemy was saying. And the Bible says they were cowering in fear, deeply shaken. Hallelujah. They they were not remembering that they served the almighty God. They, They forgot for a moment that the God that they were serving was God almighty. They forgot for a moment all the things that God had done with them in the past and for them in the past. And they began to doubt because of what the enemy was speaking into their lives. The enemy will always come to tell you that you can't make it. The enemy will always come to tell you that your future is not great. Your enemy of your soul will always come to tell you and speak into your life that you have no hope in that situation. No hope. Hope for sister so-and-so, but for you, there's no hope. 
the enemy will come and will tell you God's not going to come through this time. He might have come through in the past, but this time God's not going to come through for you. He gets us doubting and he gets us thinking negatively. And if he gets our mind thinking like that, he's winning the war. If he gets us thinking in doubt and in fear and in negativity, I'm telling you, he doesn't have to do anything else because we cower in fear. We're not, we're not believing God for anything anymore because we're, we're unsure. We're believing what the enemy's saying. Saul and the army, they, their thinking was based on fear. Their thinking was based on their ability. They could no longer see what God could do in the situation. But little old David was there. Little old David, the, the shepherd boy, he, he knew his God. He was wondering, what, what's going on here? What's this big guy saying out there? Why are you not going to fight this guy? We're, we're, the, we're the armies of God. We're the children of Israel. We're God's chosen people. What are, what are we acting like this for? David, he didn't look at the size of his giant. He didn't look at the size and the height of that Goliath guy. He was looking at the power and majesty of his almighty God who had been with him so many times in the past. And he just believed that God, it doesn't matter what the enemy's saying right now, I trust in you. And boy, oh boy, did he begin speaking. He not only thought what God could do, he not only thought through the eyes of faith, but David began speaking in faith about what God was going to do. Someone say speaking. It's not enough to think it. Sister Cecile, don't just think it. It's not enough to just, you know, rehearse it in your mind. Do that. Meditate on it. But there comes a point. There comes a time that you've got to begin verbalizing, begin speaking what the Word of God says. Begin speaking and declaring what God's going to do in your situation. David begins speaking. Now, I want you to notice something. David begins speaking before the giant was taken care of. Someone say before. David begins speaking before the enemy was conquered. David begins speaking before he was victorious. He began declaring what God was going to do. It wasn't just, oh, I, I know that, I think God, I, you know. No, he began speaking it. There's power in our words. There's power in just speaking what the word of God says. It's easy to get down in the mouth. It's easy to start complaining. When, when trouble comes and situations show up and uncertainty and confusion show up at your doorstep, it's easy to start being negative. It's easy to start doubting. It's easy to start believing that, you know, God's not with me. Did that happen to David? No. Breakthrough thinking is this. Breakthrough is speaking, is learning to speak correctly in the middle of your trial. Breakthrough speaking is beginning to speak the things that you've learned, the things that you've studied, the words of God that you have put to memory. It's to begin to declare them. It might not seem right. It might not make sense. It might not look, you're looking at your situation and you might not even feel like it. But if you have a little bit of faith, if you have a little bit of faith in your heart, begin to speak it, begin to declare it and watch God show up in your life. Hallelujah. 
If you're needing a victory today in some area, I'm telling you, don't be talking doubt. If you're needing a victory in some area of your life, forget the words of defeat and despair and discouragement. Get, get those gone out of your vocabulary and begin declaring, thus saith the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is good. <laughs> That's good, good preaching, Pastor Steve. <laughs> Hallelujah. Too often, we, we know these promises. We know what the Word of God says. Some of us have been in this way for a long time. <laughs> We've been in the way for a long time. <laughs> this has got in the way for a long time. It's time to get this thinking correct. If you want a breakthrough, it's time to get the thinking correct. And then when the thinking's correct, you can start speaking correctly. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8, one of my favorite chapters in the entire Bible. You, you look at Romans chapter 8, it's, we, went, we studied this earlier this year. Romans chapter 8 is just, it, I'm serious, it's probably my favorite chapter in the Bible. The very latter part of the chapter is a long list Paul is writing, and he lists all these negative things that can happen. You know what? There's a lot of negative things that can happen. Paul is saying, you know, tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, sword. He, I mean, he, he's listing the stuff, bro. He, he's, he's going down the list. These are all the negative things that can happen. But notice what Paul says in Romans 8 and 31. What shall we say then say to these things. There's a lot of junk going on in 2021. We're facing a lot of mess in our country and in our world. There, there's just so much that could go wrong like that. What are you going to say to that stuff? What are you going to say to all the negative things that you're facing on your job and in your family and in your finance? What are you going to say to all that stuff? Look what he said. If God be for us, who can be against us? If God is on my side, it doesn't matter what's going on. It doesn't matter the negative situation that I'm facing. If God is with me, it doesn't matter. Because God and me is a majority. If I've got him fighting on my side, it doesn't matter who's fighting against me. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what's happening. It doesn't matter who's bringing it. It doesn't matter the negative situation that you're facing and it's looming on your horizon. God is with you. We must learn to declare the goodness of God in the middle of our trial. Hallelujah. We must declare, God, if you're on my side, it doesn't matter who's against me because you and me were a majority. You and me, I, I don't have to worry. I don't have to fear. I don't have to fret because you're going to take care of me. Hallelujah. Someone needs to declare that in your situation. I, I know what some of you are facing. I don't know what everybody's facing, but I know some of the scenarios. You need to declare the doctor said this. It doesn't matter what the doctor said. If God is for me, who can be against me? Well, the lawyer said this. It doesn't matter what the lawyer said. If God is for me, who can be? It, it, 
My job is it's looking really bad, Pastor. It doesn't matter what your employer is saying. If God is for me, who can be against me? If God gets you out of there, thank God. He's got something better. Hallelujah. The verse, and I, I mean, many of you can quote this verse. I, I refer to it a lot, but going down in Romans 8, or going up, I should say, 28. And we know that, I know, and you, you, can, you can shout that like the best of all the churches. You guys are good at shouting those words because I've said it before and you've shouted all things. But when you're facing your all things, when you're in the middle of your scenario, when it's your family member and it's your job on the line and it's your finances and it's when it's your health that's at stake. And we know that all things work together for Excuse me? You mean the junk I'm facing right now? You, you mean the trial that I'm currently in the middle of right now? What does the word of God say? All things work together for good. Hallelujah. To them that love God. Does anyone love God in the house today? Hallelujah. To those who are the called according to his purpose. We have to trust God through every stage of life. We have to trust God every day in life. As his plan and his purpose unfolds in my, I might not like God's plan for me today. I might not like what I'm experiencing personally, but I must say, God, I trust you. I know that I don't see how it's working out, but all of this junk I'm facing right now is somehow working out for good. What are you declaring with your life? What are you speaking when you're in the middle of your trial? I'm saying today we need to have breakthrough speaking at Life Church. And if we would only learn, and I might, I, we've spoken about this before, you know I have, but if we would only learn to get this, and speak it, not just today, not just this week, but speak it when the trial comes. You might be saying, I'm not going through anything, Pastor Steve. Hold on. Just give yourself a week or two. I'm not prophesying anything here. I'm just saying, life is life is life. It will come. The rain falls on the just and the unjust. The sun shines on the just and the unjust. Through all the trials and tests of life, trust God. Remember, he's working it all out for our good. What are you declaring? I want you to notice also in David's life, you know, we talked about him with the Goliath and, and, and what he said to the Goliath. Did I even say what he said to the Goliath? Did I? What, what, I, did I jump over that? Lord, have mercy. I get excited and jumped over this. Okay, I'm going back just for this second because this is too good to leave out, okay? He was thinking that God could do it. He, he told Saul that God could do it. And he goes out there to the enemy. And notice how he speaks to the enemy. Before the enemy is down, before the enemy is defeated, before there's any victory, notice how he speaks. 
1 Samuel 17, 45. David replied to this, to the Philistine. I had this in there. It's the Philistine. You come to, well, I better change my tone of voice. You come to me with a sword and a spear and a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies or host in the King James, the God of the armies of Israel who you have defied. Today, someone say today. Today. How did he know? Hadn't happened yet. How did David know today? He believed something and he spoke it. Giant was still standing, still taunting the, the armies of Israel. And he said, today, the Lord, not him, the Lord will conquer you. And I will kill you. Cut off your head. And then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and wild animals. And the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. And everyone, all those people watching, all those people cowering in fear, everyone assembled here will know that the Lord rescues his people, but not with sword and spear. This is the Lord's battle. And he will give you to me. No, he didn't say me. He will give you to us. When did he say this? Before anything ever happened. He spoke it when the giant was still standing. He spoke it when the enemy was taunting him. He spoke it through faith. Later on in David's life, David was now running from King Saul. He was, he was being hunted. We think we get it bad sometimes. His father-in-law was out, like, had the armies out looking for David, trying to kill David. He was being hunted. He was running for his life. He was hiding in caves and caverns just to make it through another day. He was looking over his shoulder. Where's Saul? Where, where's those armies of Saul? They're coming after me. Was David in fear? No, David was trusting in his God. He had confidence in his God that God had called him and God had anointed him and that God was going to fulfill his promise. Notice what David He sang this, but that's still speaking this, okay? He sang some stuff while he was being hunted, while he was being sought by the armies of Saul. David sung this song of declaration. He sang, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my Savior. I want you to notice how he personalized it. Not God, you're our rock and you're our, no, God, you are my rock. You are my fortress, my savior. My God is my rock in whom I find protection. He is my shield, the power that saves me. He's my place of safety. He's my refuge. He's my savior. He's the one who saves me from violence. Hallelujah. 
David spoke this, and he was on the run from Saul. I don't know what trouble you're facing. I don't know what battle and storm is is looming down the horizon at you. But I just want you to know in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the trial, I, I want you to stand on his word. I want you to begin to sing. I want you to begin to declare. I want you to begin to say what thus saith the word of God. God, you're with me. They're, they're against me, but it doesn't matter because you're with me. God, they're out to get me, but it doesn't matter because you're my God. I'm going to trust in you. You're my fortress. You're my safety. You're going to keep me in the middle of the storm. Hallelujah. When life looks dark and the future looks bleak, I'm saying you got to praise him in the storm. I'm going to say that again. When life looks dark and the storm looks terrible and the future looks bleak, that's the time to say, God, I'm going to praise you in my storm. I'm going to declare that you're the God in the land of the living, that you're the God when I'm facing my trial, that you're God that's going to go with me. Begin to declare it before the trial's over, before the answer comes, before you see God do it. Declare the goodness of God. Declare the promises of God. Today, someone needs to make a conscious decision that you're going to begin declaring the word of God, that you're not going to speak with a negative tone, that you're not going to speak with doubtful words. You're going to begin to declare, this is what God is going to do in my situation. The great Psalm 91 is the psalm, we've read it several times throughout this pandemic. It's the psalm of protection. How many have ever read that psalm? It's a great psalm. Notice what Psalm 91 and 1 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will, what's it say? I will say of the Lord. New Living Translation says, This I will declare about the Lord. Is everything perfect now? No. Is everything good now? Is the trial over? No. This is before you get to all the good stuff in Psalm 91. The psalmist says, This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge. He's my place of safety. He's my God, and I trust him. Things are a mess. Things are trouble. They're coming after me. The arrows are, I missed another one there. You know, But I'm going to declare today. This is what I'm going to declare with the Lord. He is my safety. He is my God. And I trust him. Oh, there's there's another arrow. Something happens in our thinking when we begin speaking what we're thinking about God. When we begin speaking what the word of God says. Notice what happens in Psalm, a little bit, I can't read this whole chapter, but verse 5 says this. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror of night. Hallelujah. I don't got to be afraid at night when the enemy's looming and he's coming through my bedroom and he, no, I'm not, there's whatever boogeyman comes through your bedroom. I don't know what happens. I'm not going to be afraid by the terror at night because God's with me. I'm not going to be worried about the arrow that flieth by day. I'm not going to be worried about the pestilence. What's going on out there? My word, what's going on out there? I'm not going to be worried about the pestilence 
that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. Jump down to verse 11. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. 15. He shall, this is talking about the the person that's here calling on God. He shall call upon me, God says, and I will answer. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. I don't know about you, but I get excited because it all starts at the beginning of that chapter with the the psalmist saying, I'm going to declare this. I'm going to say, this I shall say about the Lord. He's my God. He's He's my fortress. He's my safety. I trust in him. And when you trust in God, God is going to see you through the terror by day, the arrows by day, the noonday, the sun, the moon, whatever's coming after you. You don't have to worry anymore because God is with you. He went on to say at the end of that verse, I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. What are you declaring? What are you saying? What are you speaking? What's coming out of your mouth? Are you declaring the word of God? Or are you declaring your doubts? David also declared in 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 23 through 25, he said, Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Show forth from day to day his salvation. Declare. Someone say declare. Declare Declare his glory among the heathen. What are we to do among the heathen? Declare his glory. When you get on the job, I'm not saying get on a box and start screaming in the office. I'm not saying that at all. But when someone comes up and they don't believe and, and you have a conversation with them and they, you, you, you have a, a chance, chances will come for you to declare the glory of God to people that don't know him. Declare his glory among the heathen, his marvelous works among the nations. For great, read this last part with me, for great is the Lord and greatly to be praised He also is to be feared above all gods. What are you declaring? I started out with a verse. In fact, let's all stand. The Bible says, Proverbs 18, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. If you speak negatively, if you speak doubt and fear, and unbelief you're going to eat that that's that's what you've declared but if you speak life if you speak in faith if you speak to your situation God's all powerful doesn't matter what anyone says God is able he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above everything that I can ask or think. It doesn't matter what anyone says. It doesn't matter if my family believes it. It doesn't matter if my doctor believes it. It doesn't matter if if anyone at work believes it. I'm believing it. But I'm not just believing. I'm going to start speaking it. What are you speaking? What are the words that are coming out of your mouth? I'm telling you today, church, we need to begin to choose to declare the goodness of God. We're going to begin to declare the the glory of God, the power of God, His faithfulness. Amen? We're going to begin to declare, God, you are my way maker. 
You're my miracle worker. You're my promise keeper. Great is your faithfulness, oh God. I trust you today. God, I need you to come and and see me through this, but I'm going to praise you as my deliverer. I'm going to praise you today as my one that can answer my prayer because you're God. Hallelujah. I don't know if anyone got a hold of this today, but it it spoke to me. I got to be careful. I want to have breakthrough speaking. I want to speak what the Word of God says. Hallelujah. Put your hand over your mouth. I know it's your mask, but put your, I want you to pray for your mouth right now. I want you to pray that God would touch your mouth to speak the Word of God, to speak the, the power of God, to speak the authority of God. In the name of Jesus, God, touch our mouths right now. Help us to speak what thus saith the Word of God. God, help us to speak in faith. God, help us to be like David before the giant fell, where the the enemy was taunting, to begin to declare what you are going to do, what you're going to do, what you're going to do in our situation. Hallelujah. God, right now, God, I pray that Life Church will never be the same in our speaking. I pray that we would speak according to your word. I pray that we would speak according to the power that you have and the, the things that you want to do in our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us today. We pray this message spoke into your life, your heart, or whatever situation you may be going through. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at lifechurch.ca on Instagram. And on Facebook, just search Life Church and you will find our navy blue logo with the letters LC in the middle. Now, before you go, we ask if possible from whatever platform you may be listening to us on, give us a rating or a review or even both and share this message with someone so that they can be impacted by the gospel of the love of Jesus Christ. We thank you for your support and love you all. Have a wonderful week and God bless.